0: Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen.
1: Hello, builders. Welcome to the Build Your Success Podcast. This is the podcast where we build you so you can build others. It is my pleasure to have Carl Valeri on the podcast today. Carl is a first-generation immigrant. His father immigrated from Italy prior to World War II. Carl has a degree in computer science. However, he has a very diverse resume, including importing lobster from the Bahamas, a commercial pilot. He's a career coach in aviation and a fellow podcaster, just to name a few. Carl is here today to talk about leading by example. Welcome Carl.
0: Hey it's great to be here and uh, I'm just so excited just uh, being able to talk on this podcast because of all the times that uh, we've met at, up actually through through the aviation background.
1: Yeah without a doubt and uh, I was just intrigued by all the diverse things you do and how you help others and asked you what you were passionate about and you told me that you were passionate about leading by example so that's what we're going to talk about today. Carl you told me uh Became a commercial pilot in 2001, which was, you know, the a terrible time to get in the aviation industry due to September 11th. Tell, tell us about that.
0: Yeah, I started. Uh, I was flight instruction instructing for a few years, then got into the commercial airlines in 2001, April, and of course, in September of 2001, I lost my job, and that was uh, that was a challenge, that's for sure, uh, and wound up uh, for about three four years looking for a job, a steady job. Uh, I was made. I think the most I ever made during that period was about sixteen thousand a year. Or so, but I kept plugging. That's for sure. So you, in
1: that time frame, you were leading by example uh, <laughs> through adversity.
0: <laughs> yes, definitely through adversity. And one of the things that I told people uh, in years past, because I helped coach folks, like you said, in the career of aviation, is the most important thing is to continue with your career and continue building experience, and just you know, and I don't have to say that I've done it. And I show people, listen, for three years, I wasn't making hardly anything, but I was building experience in an industry that was in a downturn.
1: That, that, that's good. So as a uh, instructor and a flight team coach, how do you lead your students by example?
0: So one of the things that I stress, especially with our team, is I tell them that we want to try to win, but with integrity. And if I'm going to talk about integrity, I not only have to talk about integrity, I also need to actually show integrity through my actions, not just my words. So how do I do that? I do that in every, every aspect of my life. And specifically for the team, things that may not even help the team much, I'll do because I think it's the right thing to do. It may not help us. Like, for instance, there may be a shortcut we can take. There might be something we could do that we could give us an unfair advantage by to another team. Nope, that's not what we're going to do. We need, we need to have integrity. We need to try to work as hard as we can on whatever that specific item is to be ready for that actual competition. And I'm going to do it with you. I'm going to sit there and take the hours and the time to help you. And that's how I lead by that example is by showing them, hey, and they even say that. They, they see me hustling. They see me out there. It's not just words. It, it's actually showing them through that example. But words are important too. Words are our examples. you know we, our speech is important, and we can actually by by being consistent in our message and what we do, that shows our integrity. And also it is important when we're in leadership that everything that we say will be repeated back to us and will be remembered by people. Um, but really, the when you're leading and leading by example, Sometimes we don't realize there's one subtlety here and a nuance, and that's the fact that people will always remember how you make them feel more than just your words. So if you can build people through those words and through your actions, they'll remember that and they will want to follow you. And that's something that I feel has been the probably one of the biggest lessons I've had to learn in the past 10 years. Is, is by making someone else feel good, fill their buckets, make them feel better.
1: Yeah, that's one of the things you said in our pre-interview was you can't turn off leadership. Oh, that's yeah, for sure. And that's uh, that goes to that great point. You also said integrity is impairment to leading by example. And you've alluded to some things that are your integrity. You, you told me about your immigrant upbringing and how your work ethic was just one of those paramount things to a great foundation for leadership. Give me some more examples of that.
0: So in that, in that leadership role, my dad was in the leadership role at that point, obviously, because I'm watching my father work really hard. My dad came to this country, didn't know the language, learned the language, went to college, high school, and, uh, or high school, college, and then to medical school, became a doctor. And he worked day in and day out. I would watch him study at night. And I would watch him do things like if he couldn't figure out a disease, he would study that disease and figure out that. But one of the things that I found is, you know, with with my family, I was taught to work hard no matter what it was. I mean, I worked at a gas station pumping gas. I worked uh, taking doing photography because my dad's hobby was photography he taught me. So I made money doing that. No matter what it was, I would work real hard by his example and my mom's example. And they always said it did not matter. Just work hard at what you do, and you can beat 80% of the people in the world just by showing up and working hard. Isn't that incredible? Or 90%, you know, 80% just showing up, and then the other 10% working hard.
1: That's so true. I I have twin boys that are 20 years old, and I'm I'm constantly telling them, you can make money doing what somebody doesn't want to do. Mm -hmm. You can make even more money doing what somebody doesn't know how to do. So uh, that's something. And then just just being, just showing up. In this day and age, just showing up and showing up on time, will put you ahead of the
0: class. You know, I'm finding, that's been true for a long time, uh, that it, just showing up and then doing doing your job, like I said, 90% of the people you can beat there, it's the last 10% is, is that horse race. And, you know, that going back to the examples, you know, my father, being a physician, he taught me something really important, to have integrity in everything you do, even things that nobody sees. You know, I used to go out with him and we would actually uh, pronounce people. And that was something that you know, was a little bit different for me He's being younger, but I was young and strong, and I could help him. Uh, and that person that is no longer with us, it's just their their body that's there. But the most important thing is to treat them with respect. And that's something I learned from him is that even with people who can't see it, whatever it is, you need to treat them with respect. And remember what integrity is. It's it's whatever it is that's your internal clock, your internal being that that you, those beliefs that are put into you. Those are put into you by many different ways, your parents, etc., your religion, and that's what you act on is your integrity, meaning the rules that are defined within you. When you act outside those rules that are defined within you, then you're not acting with integrity and you're not leading by that example and acting with that integrity. And that's really, really important. That's where, you know, being with my dad during those situations and seeing him act in a, a specific way and never wavering from that taught me I need to do the same thing. So I, you know, went on, even when I was working in a nursing home and, you know, clean up messes in a nursing home, I, I acted with integrity there, showing respect for the person that may not be able to understand where they are, what they're doing, but knowing that that person's life is important and that I need to actually act with integrity and, and lead by example because other people around me are watching me, other workers, and, and they're going to do the same. Yeah, I think that
1: integrity and that character so prepares us for our responses because if we don't have that root foundation mm-hmm. of integrity and character, our response may be different every time. Whereas if we go back to our core beliefs and our core foundation, we're going to have a similar response. And, and it's going to be led by what our uh, integrity is and what our character is, not whatever the, the adversity is.
0: Oh, that's for sure. And one one of the things that's really important is if you don't know, what your belief is in a situation, you have to admit that. You have to first admit it to yourself and then admit, it to, uh, admit that to other people. And there are times in your life, especially when you're younger, that you're, you're forming these ideas. Uh, but even as you get older, there's situations where I'm involved in a situation right now that I don't know my, what I feel about a certain situation. So I'm asking for input from other people. And as a leader... You have to be able to say to the people who are following you, I don't know. That is the hardest thing to say. It's it, it, not as hard for me now, but it was before. Because you have to be transparent with people and say, listen, I don't know, but I'm going to find the answer. I don't know what my, my position on this right now. I have no feeling on. I'm going to find out what my feeling is by going out and doing the research and being re- you know, you have to be upfront and honest. Again, that's a great example. When you put out the words, I don't know, or I'll find out, uh, that's really important. As a, as a business person, same thing. As a consultant, if I don't know the answer, I say, I don't know, but I know somebody who does. And that's really important. It's Hard to do. Yeah, and sometimes when we as a leader don't have the answer,
1: collectively with our team members and those that we're leading, we can come up with the answer. Through thought and through ideas and through our diversity, uh, mm-hmm. we can come up with the answer but as you alluded to, being transparent about that is very important because oh, yeah. if you just and, and th- this is going to reiterate some things we've said in the previous podcast. But if you just act like you know how to do something and don't, that's going to show through every time and they're going to see you as a fraud.
0: Yes, they sure are. And that's where I think we try too hard to make ourselves look good. And in doing so, we make ourselves look even worse than if we just kept our mouth shut and just listen. And that's something that we don't do. Is we don't li- we don't listen that well. You know, one of the things that I asked, I'm asked to do a lot, especially like the radio station, is is discuss interviewing, interview technique. And I always tell people, what's the most important thing about interviewing somebody? And they're like, well, you know, you have to leave with this. No, 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 no. The most important thing is listening. I'm like what? I said, yeah, those ears. You know, you have two of them. You have one mouth. You should use the two ears more than your one mouth because if you're truly listening to somebody. And it goes within radio or when in your leadership. You actually are going to be that person that is going to have value, and that person is going to have value in your life by listening to them. And they're, you're going to internalize what they're saying. You don't have to think about what you're going to ask next because you're so concentrating on that person and what they're saying. And, and by doing that, that's another great example because if, if someone says something to you and you don't remember what they said in the previous conversation, obviously you were not listening. And listening to people is incredibly important. Some of the best leaders out there, and I, I'd i have to say that I, uh, I'm not as good at this as I used to be. I'm good at remembering situations, but not as good at remembering names. So here you go. I'm showing something that I'm weak at and and transparent with. So I have people tell me, hey, this is how I remember somebody's name. And I learned a way to do that. And it's a strange way. And the way I do it is I memorize people's cars. Because remember I said I pumped gas as a kid. Well, I know. I remember everybody's name based on their car. So I have to picture you in a vehicle, and I know what car you drive, and that's how I remember your name. Isn't that? It, and so those are the things that I share with other people. Uh, but it, I show them that's my weakness, and uh, and it's really helped. You know, even in my podcast, I've struggled with weight. I tell that. I tell people that, and I get some great people out there helping me with that. So if they understand that the leader is your leader, they're not somebody that's always hundred percent right. And may not be the strongest person in the world, but they're strong in your mind because they're willing to share their weaknesses and they're willing to have you, the person that's being led, make them stronger. Because remember what you said, the diversity of those people. All those people around you, it's not necessarily people that work for you. People you're you're leading people, you don't even know you're leading. You know, and you have somebody who's been watching you for years. I had a lady just tell me this the other day, says I've been listening to you for years and and you've been a great example for me. And you actually are the same person that you are on your show. And I said, of course I am. It's me. you know. And, and they, they're they shocked by that. They think that I'm a different... Uh, no, no. If you meet somebody on TV, they should be the same person. Sometimes they're not, but that shows that they're not really leading by example and have that integrity, I feel. That's my opinion.
1: I agree. Yeah, and you said that uh, leaders are great listeners. We just can't reinforce that enough that the, the best way to understand someone is to hear them out and, and listen to what they have to say. And, and listen to understand not to respond that, that's you said it i'm just repeating it because yeah. we can't reinforce that enough yeah and then leadership is influence, nothing more john maxwell likes to say that and uh, you're influencing people so i came aware of you through your aviation podcast oh, that's right yeah. and i uh, heard you were moving to lakeland i thought well this is great because i live <laughs> in lakeland so i've gotten to know you as a friend now we've met a couple times and uh, what you're doing is great thanks you uh I know your motivation is to help others, specifically pilots. How do you do that through your scholarship program?
0: Well, I'm glad you brought that up because it's probably one of the most important things in my life. And I, um, I don't have scholarships myself. I have the scholarship guide. In other words, I have the directory of scholarships. And uh, we have the largest online directory of aerospace scholarships out there for pilots, mechanics. People want to be flight attendants. Say they want to go in management. They want to be a flight nurse. They want to go out and learn how to fly a glider. We have scholarships for that. If you're young, you're old, you're female, you're, you're black, you're a pilot, whatever it is, we have a scholarship for that. And we want to help everybody. But the reason that is important to me it goes back again to learning from my mom's example. My mom, when I was younger, I remember being in the kitchen and people would come in that you know didn't have the means that we had or didn't have the support structure and they wanted to go to college. So my mom was really good at English, and she would help them with their applications. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I'm like, God, I could never do something like that. I don't know what I would do. And then someone said to me one day, I wish I had money to learn how to fly. I said, well, there's scholarships out there. Well, I found out there weren't many guides to that scholarship. And I said, listen, this is something that I can do. This is what I can do to, to, to pay, pay it forward. And we're at a point where we have over $50 million of scholarships in the Aerospace Scholarships Guide. And uh, we will never make more than is given away in that scholarships guide. And that's one of the things that I will be able to not just give away now, but even when I pass along. The, The interesting thing, to your point about leading by example, is that this was a great example from my mom. And unfortunately, this was the most important project in my life at the time. And about three months prior to it being published, my mom passed away. So I, she was hypercritical of everything I had in that scholarship's guide. She told me no matter what it was, it wasn't good enough. We'd always have to keep making it better. We'd always have to be you know, critical of whatever it is we do and try to make it better. I still do that to this day. But you know, for me, and that kind of defines me, is that I never had a chance to show it to her, and I'm like every day and every day someone says something to me. I'm like you know, it, I'm still thinking about that. You know, I why am I doing this? I'm still trying to say, hey, maybe is this good enough? You know, and so that that kind of defined me. And it really that that day watching her fill out an application for somebody and helping them with that application made such an impact on my life. I went and I grew this scholarships guide to be the biggest one on the internet. And it was just because of that one example and that one leadership by example that made a difference in my life. And, that's, and like I said, to this day, I still keep thinking, maybe mom's up there watching me right now. Maybe she's proud of me, but hopefully, I'm pretty sure she is.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad she set an example for you and, and that you are leaving legacy. I mean, it sounds like you want this to go on past Carl Valeri. So it's, it's not all about you. It's about the long-term assets that people can attain and, uh, you, you just done good. Did, did the, did the podcast come, I guess the podcast came after the scholarship guide.
0: Actually, it came before. Okay. It came before the, the idea of a scholarship was, um, I, there was somebody that was publishing one, but wasn't updating it. And then I started doing this podcast because there was nowhere out there that people were promoting aviation, like in the high schools. There was no counselor out there that really knew a lot about the field of aviation and I was like, where, is the, where could they go? They can go to podcasts. And so I looked for one. And there was none out there. I had already been in aviation podcast for general aviation, you know, as, as a hobbyist, right? These are the hobbyists I speak to. I was like, well, I guess I should just start one. And immediately after I started it, they said, hey, you know, I want to. how do I get money to get into that field? It was like immediately. I said, well, let's do a scholarships guide because no one else is really updating theirs. And everybody's scholarships guide has failed because nobody really has been able to make it so that it can continue on in perpetuity. And that's what we're trying to put together here, is to have this go on into per- perpetuity. And I think we can. I think it can happen. As long as, you know, I, I've, I've given that example of how to do this and what to do. And it really has helped. It's helped a lot of people. Because I hear this every month. Someone will write in and say, listen, I was able to get my degree in aviation because of your scholarship, Scott, or a scholarship I found in there. But remember this. I'm just, I'm leading them to the water. They have to take the drink. So I'm not, I'm not the one that's, that's doing this. And when they write in, I say, listen, you did that. I just gave you the tool. You, to build that house, you have to take those tools and use that hammer to build that house. And it's okay. You know, you need to place those castles in the sky, like Thoreau said. But well, what you're doing by picking up the scholarships guide is you're building the foundation under that castle in the sky that's created for you. And that is what's so important is that I've helped them. I've shown I've given a, a shovel. I've given them the, the hammer. I've given them some piece of mortar. But that's what I have did. They're the ones that have taken it and made their own castle in the sky.
1: That's great. And, and for our listeners, you may not be into aviation as Carl and I are. But but the reason I've got him on the podcast is because of this leading by example and seeing that void to help others and, and just having the, the zeal to do it. You know, to, to do anything in life, you gotta get started, you gotta take action. And and too often we have great ideas and we don't jump on them, we don't pursue them. You gotta have a plan, you gotta think about how you're gonna do it. You can't just go up aimlessly. But, but when you got a plan in mind, hey, to help others get obtain money, to, to, to go forward in their careers, and you're actually helping people, filling those buckets, they're going to come back and fill your bucket. Great stuff, Carl. Yeah. Expound on how you're doing that.
0: So, so one of the ways that, that we do this, and, and I think most of your audience may be in business, and I've, I've done well in, in business in the past, and, and we are now. Well, one of the things we're talking about leading in by example is I will show you how to do this. And I am willing not only to show you, I'm going to do it. And uh, when we were in the food business, one of the things that we did when I was importing lobster, I was asked to represent a frozen uh, ice cream product. So it's the same people I'm selling to. And I said, okay, we'll do this. Well, how do we get out there? Well, we need to get out there and talk to everybody. So I sat there, opened a phone book, and started calling. My salespeople all around me started doing the same thing. Again, filling their sales buckets and mine. Also was filled, which was so important. But but to expand, and that's where in business, that's really important is that you need to be show that you are willing to get out there, and do the work. A great example is when a CEO sees that there's a piece of paper on the floor, and no one else is picking it up, and goes down and picks that up. That's leading by example, and so other people will do the same. So they keep their house in order, and I think that's really important. But but getting to you, you know, your question as far as you know what we're doing and and what we're doing moving forward is just by coaching, by doing the career coaching, by being out there on the podcast, by actually helping people in a volunteer aspect. The volunteering is very important to me uh, by coaching the flight team. I don't get paid for that. Uh, it takes up a lot of my time. I love doing that. that is, that's really important in your life. Just remember that you also need to do those things that help other people because that will, will move those people forward. It could be what anything. It could be coaching a soccer team. It could be doing uh, helping people that just don't have the means that you have, and that's quite important. And I am involved. I mean, I'm involved in a lot of veterans organizations. Uh, I help put together one one of the things that I is probably one of the things that I know is really what I'm stronger at is sales, right? So my leadership role is using on raising money. Well, this is what I'm doing going forward. I'm actually teaching people how to raise money. Why make it just me? Now I'm filling those buckets. Other organizations are are going out there and doing the same thing I'm doing, and I'm putting this together, how to raise money as a nonprofit. So that is helping other people, and that's one of the ways that I'm able to fill other buckets. But you know, a long time ago, the guy uh, going to the bucket example, the guy that was in the restaurant business, the most successful person I know in the business, he said to me, he says, basically what I do is I fill other people's buckets, whether it's emotionally financially, etc., And by doing that, my bucket overflows. And, and he was, was truly correct.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. So, uh, you know, Carl, I get this question sometimes and I, I feel like
0: asking you, how do you do it all? How do you have time to do it all? That is a really good question. One thing that is really hard to realize and learn in life, you can't do everything. You can't, And this was really hard for me. And the way that I was able to learn to let go and let other people help me is through the fact that I am a horrible artist, right? And I couldn't design a logo to save my life. So I had to ask someone to do that for me. And then I realized, wow, I thought I could do all this stuff myself. Well, I have to rely on other people. Well, I really have learned that I there's things going on right now that people are doing for me and I have no idea that it's going on. They're helping me and in my business. You know, I'll I'll walk in the door and like right now we're talking and I have a podcast that's being edited. I have a blog post that's being written. I have people out selling my scholarships guide. And that's I don't do this by myself. I do this with a team. And I put the team together and all I'm doing is is leading this team. I'm not doing the work. I hope people don't re- you know, realize that I am not doing the work. I work hard. Don't get me wrong. I do work 12 hours a day on all my, my endeavors. But I would never be do- able to do a quarter of what I do right now without the help of others. You will, you'll never grow larger unless you bring in a diverse team of people, and you'll never grow larger than yourself until you start bringing people into your life. And you have to rely on people. I mean, I know it's hard. I mean, a lot of times we... Uh, that is a leap. I think that hurts most people in their business, is not being able to let go. You have to. If you got a problem with your toilet, if you got a problem in your house, you call a plumber. You trust that plumber. If you have an electrical problem, you'll call an electrician. Anything like that, you trust those people, right? Why not do the same thing with your business? You know, when you you bring people on, you let them run. You tell them this is what I want to see. In the beginning, you have to help out a lot, but you let them run. Don't get in their way. You know, you're a leader. You're not the person doing the work. So it, I can't take credit for half the stuff I do. I'm just the guy out front, and I'm the, the name out front, taking all this credit for everything, and all these other people are doing the work. You know. And I, I, and I could sit here and name all those people, and I would forget somebody. But I just, you have to realize that. It, it, how do I do it? It's, it's by letting go and by scheduling things and letting other people do it. And I have to have it done by a certain time, I schedule it and let it be done, and it's done. I mean, it's, I do. There's lots of tools on the internet. There's a lot, you, you know, I've used all these different scheduling tools, et, et cetera. That's important, and but that's a tool. But you have to realize to use that tool, you also have to let go. You have to let other people do that work. That's a hard thing to do. It really, really is. And, and we all, I think we all have to get to that point to really make ourselves excel.
1: You just heard this on the Build Your Success podcast Leaders Let Go. So <laughs> take that to heart. If you're, if you're writing things down, please write that down. Listen, it was great to have you on the Build Your Success podcast day. If you fly, you may look up and see Carl as your pilot. He may be up there in the cockpit flying the plane for you of of as many things he's doing in life. So it was great to have you on the podcast day, Carl. How can our listeners get a hold of you?
0: Well, the easiest way to get a hold of me is to go check out uh, our podcast, com, and you can just send me an email. It's right there in the contact information. Uh, that's that's the simplest also carlvaleri.com that's my generic one and people can find me there but the thing that I work on the most is aviationcareerspodcast.com
1: Thanks so much Carl thank Again, you great to have you And for our listeners I would love for you to build yourself and then build others subscribe to the podcast give us an honest rating and review and share this with others Thank you